Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. I am the host here and my name is Shakira. Now, if it's your first time listening to the podcast, if you are new here, welcome to our Carefree family and thank you for joining us and being a part of what we have going on here in our little corner of the podcast world. Now, if you have been here for a while, if you are not new to this, but true to this, thank you for being a part of our Carefree family. I appreciate you and I love you from the bottom of my heart. So first things first, let me apologize for not having a new episode last week because you all know that we have new podcast episodes every Tuesday at 9 a.m. However, last week, a last minute video project kind of fell in my lap um, on a Sunday slash Monday. So I was working Tuesday and Monday actually Sunday, Monday, Tuesday to try to get that out for a friend that needed help. So that is why we didn't have a new podcast episode, but I I thank you for bearing with me and understanding. So this week we're talking about something that is, I don't know how to put it. It's not one of those like lovey-dovey kind of podcast episodes. I guess that's the best way I can put it. It's not going to be a lovey-dovey kind of podcast episode. This is going to be an episode that is going to require you to be real with yourself, (laughs) to be honest and truthful with yourself. So I just wanted to give you all a heads up about that now so you can go ahead and prepare yourself for the topic portion of this podcast. But first, you all know we have our carefree updates and then a break from our sponsors. So let's get into our carefree updates and talk about some things that have been going on lately. So for our first carefree update, I have some good news and I have some bad news. I'm going to give you the bad news first and then the good news after the bad news. Just because if you're anything like me, I'm one of those people that's like, just tell me the bad news first so I can get over it when you tell me the good news. So the bad news is that season four of the podcast is coming to an end. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm always like sad, but it's like a bittersweet kind of feeling whenever a season is ending, just because I get excited about a new season and the new things that I want to do for the podcast and just overall growth and you all being here with me on this journey but um you know it's also very sad because it's like dang we have to go on a break so here is the tea September 1st is going to be the end of season four it's the end of the road cue boys to mend in the background so it's going to be the end of the road for season four so that means there's this podcast episode, there is next Tuesday's podcast episode, and then the Tuesday after that. So after this week, you have two more weeks of new episodes for season four. Did I say season two earlier? I hope not. Um, But for season four, and then we are going to have a two-week break. So on September 22nd, we will be back for season five. I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. So with that being said, you can go ahead and mark your calendars that we are going to have a two week break and then we'll be back September 22nd. So y'all have the tea first because I often get DMs like, um, excuse me, why isn't there a new podcast episode? And I'm like, 
Are you caught up? Because I said that we're going to go on a break. So you all know first, September 22nd, we will be back. But before then, we're going to have a two-week hiatus. I promise everything's going to be good. So that was the bad news. The good news is that for you all who applied for the Carefree and Black Diaries scholarship, the winners of that scholarship will be announced the last episode of season four. So September 1st, 9 a.m., you can tune in to the podcast and hear, you know, hear your name if you are one of the selected recipients for the scholarship. I will say that the scholarship is another reason that I have been super busy because a lot more people applied than I expected. I don't know what I was expecting, but a lot of people applied. So with that, I have been filtering through the applications, separating everything out, getting the rubric to my scholarship committee. Who thought that I would be saying that my scholarship committee? That's crazy. But getting the rubric out to people so that they can judge you all's applications. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. I was excited just peeking at the applications, too. So thank you all for applying. And this is going to be something that continues on prayerfully through every semester we'll be able to give you all some money to help you out a little bit even if it's just for some gas or uber money to get to and from class or food on campus listen I've been there before everything helps so if I can help in any way possible I try to do that so that is the good news hopefully that's okay with you all now as for other carefree updates I do want to talk about some television some new movies and tv shows that have come out recently I promise I will not have any spoilers so I promise you don't have anything to worry about here so first I want to talk about Project Power that is now on Netflix now I think Project Power was added to Netflix Saturday night so was that Saturday night when I watched that listen first of all let me just say that I have been watching so much television that all of the movies and tv shows that I have been watching are starting to run together like blend together in my mind that I am forgetting character names I am forgetting plot points I am forgetting basic information about the television show just because I have been watching so much television like it's not good I really need to pick up a book wow I'm having a moment of clarity and self-awareness, which is crazy because we're talking about self-awareness in this podcast episode. Bingo, I'm having some self-awareness right now. I really need to pick up a book and do something else with my time besides laying up, watching Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, um, Stars, and HBO. Like, I I need to get a grip on my life. Um, So, yeah moment of clarity here but I have been watching a lot so Project Power was added to Netflix just a few days ago it is starring Jamie Foxx I let me see if I had to give it a rating I would give it I hate rating movies though I hate rating movies and tv shows just because ratings are objective so what I may like you may not like or what you may like I may not like so I'm not going to give it a rating but I will say that if you are into action if you are into um not like fantasy but maybe like superhero movies if you are into superhero movies if you are into action if you are into um kind of that crime detective figuring out who's doing what kind of plot in a tv show or movie I think you will enjoy Project Power I enjoyed it Jamie Foxx is just Like, I have no words to describe Jamie Foxx. 
there are people in the industry, in the entertainment industry, that when you try to explain how talented they are, you just kind of fail to put it into words. And for me, those people are Jamie Foxx, Will Smith, um, Jamie Foxx, Will Smith, Jordan Peele, Ava DuVernay, Janet Mock, um, Mara Brock Akil, who created Girlfriends, um, The Game, uh, I think she created Martin or she was a writer for Martin. Like there are people like that, like you just can't put into words. And Jamie Foxx is just amazing, like amazing as an actor. So I think you'll enjoy the movie. If you do, let me know, you know, DM me and tell me what you thought about it. So what else? Um, I also watched Lovecraft Country last night. Lovecraft Country is a new show that is created by Misha Green, a black woman. Come on, sis. Come on. And it aired on HBO last night at 9 p.m. my time. So if you are on the East Coast, it aired at 9 p.m. So if you are on the West Coast, your time, it will be coming on at 6. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So this is the thing about Lovecraft Country because I don't think that it is for everybody. (laughs) It is not a show for everybody. If you are not into pieces that have a historical context to them you may not like Lovecraft Country if you are not into pieces that have an element of sci-fi you may not enjoy it if you don't like monsters you're not going to enjoy it so if any of those things are on your list of things that you don't enjoy you're not going to like Lovecraft Country well let me not say that you may You may enjoy it, but for the friends that I have spoken to um, who do not like historical pieces or monster pictures or sci-fi, they didn't enjoy Lovecraft Country. So I'm just giving you a heads up. However, I do suggest giving the first episode a try. Okay, just just watch the first episode and see if you like it. If you don't, it's cool. If you do, cool. But, you know, just try it out. It is executive produced by Jordan Peele. A lot of people have been getting confused and they have been saying that he created the show and that he wrote the show, but he is executive producing the show. Misha Green is the creator of the show, so let's give her her things. Let's be accurate when we are talking about the show. Lastly, the last show I want to talk about is P-Valley that airs on Stars Sunday nights. Now, I am not one of those people who waits until Sunday when it comes on because I have the Stars app. So I'm going to watch it Saturday, actually Sunday at midnight because that's when they upload it to the Stars app. Now, listen. <laughs> P-Valley is definitely not for everybody. I know I said Lovecraft Country is not for everybody, but P-Valley is definitely not for everyone. Um, If you are younger than 18, I suggest you not watch it uh, without adult consent. If you are older than 58, you may find it inappropriate. I'll just say that. I'll just say that you might find it inappropriate. I have been enjoying it just because it is set in the South. It is set in Pea Valley, which is a section of Mississippi. Yes, Mississippi. And I remember that because one of the characters name is Mississippi. And I was thinking like, is it Mississippi or Tennessee? But it's Mississippi. So it's set in Mississippi. And um, 
it's about a strip club. So it's about this strip club and the people in the strip club. But I have newfound respect for dancers. I'll just say that. I have a newfound respect for dancers. I love the way the show um, really shows you their life outside of the club because it's one of those things that you might not really think about when you think about dancers. You just think about them in the club and not, you know, like they have a life, they have a family and how the show displays those different dynamics in the family. Like, I just love it. I, I think it's just like... Like chef's kiss. And I think that you will enjoy it if you have an open mind. I'll say that. If you have an open mind, I think that you will enjoy P-Valley. If you like that, again, DM me. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Or tweet me at Shakira White because I'm always, like, tweeting about TV shows I'm watching. (laughs) That's, like, my... That's like my Achilles heel, or it's one of my weaknesses. I love to tweet about what I'm watching on TV. So, anyway... Tweet me instead because we could just have it on the timeline. Now, that is all I have for our updates. I just really wanted to talk about some television and film that was out and that you should give a watch. Now, we're going to have a break for our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about self-awareness and why it's so important, why you should be more self-aware, why I should be more self-aware, and just the overall theme of self-awareness and how it came to me and how it came to be a podcast episode for you all this week. So here's our break and I'll be right back with our topic. Okay, y'all. So as I stated earlier, this is one of those episodes where you're going to have to be completely honest with yourself and you are going to have to let those walls down. If you want to get anything out of this episode, because this week we are doing the work, okay? And when I say we, I am referring to myself as well. So backstory, really quick, a backstory on where this topic came from. I was watching something on something. Like I told you all, I have been watching so much on TV. It's ridiculous. So I can't even recall what the movie was or what the television show was that I was watching, but I was watching something. And so one of the characters in the show or movie, she was standing at her bed. This is the only thing I remember. She was standing at her bed and she had a bag and she pulled a notebook out of her bag, but she had been like going through some things like some treacherous tumultuous times so she was going through a lot so when she pulled the notebook out of her bag my first thought was oh my gosh she's about to journal and when she pulled it out my first thought you know after I was like oh my gosh she's about to journal was I said out loud come on self-awareness so after I said it I was like oh that's good let me write that down because honestly that's how a lot of my podcasts topics come to me like in random moments like that and I have sticky notes everywhere to prove it where I'm like oh that's good we're gonna talk about that one day or oh that's good let me jot that down so I don't forget to cover that in a podcast episode one day so when I said come on self-awareness I wrote it down really quickly on the back of a receipt and I'm looking at it right now at my desk so I was like wow that will be a great podcast episode so here we are that is the backstory on how we are here today. I thought that it would be important for us to talk about self-awareness, what it is, why it's important for each and every one of us to develop and how you can go about doing so. So boom, 
find some paper, find a pen, find your tablet, find a sticky note, find the note app on your phone, anything you can, you know, get your hands on at the moment so that this episode can be one that you actually use to improve your life. So first things first, Shakira, what is self-awareness? What is that? I'm glad you asked. So if you've been here with me for a while, and when I say a while, I mean you have been here with me for at least a year and a half, you know that I have a thing for definitions. I will look up a word that I know I know in a heartbeat just because (laughs) like, so anyway, I looked up self-awareness and the definition of self-awareness, if you want to jot this down first, so you can have an overview of what it is. The definition is the conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. So now I'm going to take that a step further and say that self-awareness is a person's ability or skill, because it really is a skill, to be able to step outside of themselves long enough to objectively analyze the various facets of yourself. So in short, it's a person's ability to be 100 with yourself, your ability to objectively Be able to discriminate what is going on inside of you, in your heart, in your mind, the whole shebang, okay? So with that being said, you may be thinking, girl, I got this, you know, I always keep it 100 with myself, but no one knows me better than I know me. And I get it. I get it. But come to find out, I, myself, am definitely lacking in the self-awareness awareness arena so being self-aware is knowing why you do what you do being self-aware is knowing why you feel certain ways about certain things being self-aware is putting your own motives under a microscope which is something that we rarely do um as people we tend to look at things especially regarding ourselves through rose-colored glasses and with so much bias it's ridiculous but self-awareness takes the glasses off it takes those rose-colored glasses off that we look at you know ourselves through and it removes all bias that's why it's so important so can I tell you a secret I want to tell you two secrets about myself. (laughs) This is a safe place because if we are going to be talking about self-awareness, I want to be able to come to you all through a place of transparency always, but especially in this episode. So being that this is a safe space, uh, the first secret about myself is that my relationships don't last because I am combative. Literally, like, any and everything can be a fight with me. I don't mean physical fight. Not that. But just, like, verbally. Anything. The weather. What food we're going to get. Do I like your shirt? (laughs) Like, but when I was dating, because I'm not dating right now, I just... You know, I'm having one of those moments where it's like, I just want to focus on me. And I thought it was just a moment, but now I'm feeling like this is actually a thing. Like I'm feeling very Tracy Ellis Ross-ish with my life. Like, do I have time for a man? Maybe not. And I'm okay with that. So anyway, when I was dating, um, I didn't know how to not be combative. 
And whenever someone would tell me that, I would blame it on whoever I was dating at the time. Like, I would blame it on the other person. Like, no, he just doesn't listen. Um, No, he just does this. And it just gets under my skin. Literally, any excuse that I can think of, I would use. And that is one sign that you lack self-awareness. When everything is someone else's fault and you can't recognize the role that you played in the whole thing, that's a sign that you lack self-awareness. So that's my secret number one. I'm extremely combative in relationships or in dating people. I don't know if I would still be that way today, quite possibly, you know, but since we're working on self-awareness, maybe not. Um, But back then, listen, yes, I was definitely. Number two, the second secret is I can be a terrible friend sometimes. (laughs) And this is one that I definitely have a hard time admitting and here's why um and COVID made me realize this I don't go out of my way to reach out to people it's bad y'all like when I say it's bad it is bad now don't go judging me because again this is a safe space so I'm telling you all this in hopes that you too can start seeing where you lack in the self-awareness department but back to the friend thing so during COVID I have missed my friends a lot. I was actually thinking the other night that, wow, you know, I was thinking about when was the last time I saw my friends, like physically saw them. So the last time I saw Jasmine was in February when I flew to Cleveland, not Cleveland, um, Columbus, Ohio, because I flew out of Jacksonville, which is where she is. The last time I saw my friend Crystal was in March of this year. It is now almost September. The last time I saw Abriana was, I want to say, oh, last December. Was it December? No, because she didn't make it to my graduation. Just know that it's been a long time since I've seen my friends. And I haven't hugged a friend since March of this year for obvious reasons because COVID social distancing so um I have missed them a lot but I haven't reached out to them as much as I should have because one I don't like talking on the phone I despise talking on the phone I would rather build a two-story brick house in July Florida weather with a category four hurricane right out the door with super glue and bricks as my only tool like I would rather do that than talk on the phone but also the main reason I have not reached out to them was because I just hadn't thought about it um I think about them often don't get me wrong I love them to death um and we will text here and there we'll send each other funny dms but actually talking on the phone nah like and although talking on the phone may not be my thing it's definitely my friend's thing um and I should be able to put my feelings aside long enough to reach out to them in a way that shows them that I care so there you go those are my secrets and those are just two that I am deciding to share just so that you have an example of what I'm talking about when it comes to self-awareness and realizing things about yourself um So it's time for me to share with you 10 signs that you may be lacking in the self-awareness department. If you recognize even one of these things that applies to you, and again, this is an open and honest and transparent podcast episode. It's just you and me right now. And listen, 
no judging on my end. So if one of these things applies to you, don't think of. So if you hear one, for example, if I say one and you're like your first thought is, wow, I do that. But then your second thought is maybe no, no, maybe not. No, I don't really do that. If your first thought is, yes, I do that. It's true. (laughs) Your first thought is always true. So. I'm just saying, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself because it's about self-awareness. So the first sign that you may be lacking self-awareness is you have trouble understanding your emotions. If you feel certain emotions at various times, but you don't quite understand why you feel what you feel, that is a sign that you lack self-awareness. Number two, you shut people down when they question your beliefs. And I was actually watching an interesting video um, where it applied to people with radical political beliefs. People with radical political beliefs usually lack self-awareness because they can't step outside of what they believe in long enough to see the flaws in those systems, whether it be a political party, whether it be a tradition within whatever it is that you believe in, if you can't step outside of that long enough to question it and not in a way that makes you break down the whole system, but it's okay to question things. That is a sign that you lack self-awareness. Number three, you make excuses for your failures. If every time something happens, you always put the blame on another person or my computer wasn't working and the application was due at 1159. Okay, but you have known about this application for a month now. Why did you wait until the last minute to submit it? So that is a sign that you lack self-awareness. Number four, you find it difficult to empathize with others if people are hurting and you can't find a way to understand where their hurt is coming from. That is a sign that you lack self-awareness. If you can't explain the reasons for your actions, that is a sign that you lack self-awareness. If you suppress your emotions, that's a big one for a lot of us, especially black people. That is a sign that you lack self-awareness. If it's hard for you to make realistic goals, bingo, me, (laughs) Um, that is a sign that you lack self-awareness. If you lack a sense of identity outside of a group or a collective, that is a sign that you lack self-awareness. If you have trouble keeping yourself on track, bingo, me again, um, that is a sign that you lack self-awareness. And lastly, if you struggle with time management and self-control, that is a sign that you lack self-awareness. So if you saw anything within those 10 items that applied to you, don't worry about it because we're going to work on this. We're going to work through this thing during this episode. So I want to share a clip that I was listening to from a guy on YouTube where he kind of gave his breakdown. I think he's a psychologist and he gave his breakdown on what self-awareness is. So I'm going to share that clip right now. Actually, he talks about what it is, but he also talks about why it's important for us to develop it and why it's important for us to have. So here's his clip and then I'll be back on the other side of this. Why do we have self-awareness? What is the purpose of reflecting on yourself? It's so you can control yourself. You know, just being aware of yourself has very little benefit. 
you know, you can look at yourself in the mirror and admire yourself or something like that. But uh, the real benefit is that you can look at something about yourself and say, well, this could be improved, this could be different. Uh, it's very hard, and we know laboratory studies and so on, it's very hard to control your behavior when you're not aware of it. Mm. So almost any time people try to control their behavior, they keep track of it. Uh, my grandmother said, you want to control your money, your spending, write down what you spend every day. Okay. Dieters all keep track of how many calories they eat and, and things like that. Uh, exercise, you got to write on the calendar every day whether you had a workout so that you don't, don't fool yourself. Keeping track. Self-awareness, in other words, mm -hmm. of your own behavior, that is one key step in, in being able to change yourself and, and make yourself into the person you want to be. Okay, so hopefully I, you know, by including that clip, you were able to grasp something from what he said. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to tell you all that part so that you can hear from an expert in the field. Now, back to self-awareness. So for me, self-awareness puts you in the driver's seat and in the passenger seat at the same time. So have you ever rode in a car with someone? Think about your friend. You're riding in the car with your friend and you are thinking to yourself, wow, she really can't drive or he really he's a horrible driver and you're having all these thoughts about how this person drives from the passenger seat and you might be thinking you know why did they turn down that street instead of going up to the next street because that way is shorter or why are they stopping at you know this caution light when it really you know is a signal for us to go but when you are riding in the car with someone like that, it's easy for you to question their motives for doing things because you're in the passenger seat. Now, if you switch sides and you are now the driver, your friend, I can 100% guarantee you, is having the same thoughts about your driving, is questioning your driving as well. So that's why I say, in my opinion, self-awareness puts you in the driver's seat and the passenger seat because you are the one driving, you are the captain of this ship, but you are also a passenger here that is able to be objective and question why you do certain things and you are able to observe what you are doing. So to me, that is what self-awareness is. I like self-awareness because it helps you uncover the areas that you lack in and also the areas that you're great in because it's not just about, you know, beating yourself up. It's also about noticing the things about yourself that aren't all bad. So what are the benefits of self-awareness? Four proven benefits that I found online um, from PositivePsychology.com. One is that by working on and developing your self-awareness, it can make you more proactive. It can boost your acceptance and encourage positive self-development. Another is self-awareness allows you to see things from the perspective of others. Hint, hint, my analogy about being in the driver's seat and the passenger seat at the same time. And it also helps you practice self-control. It helps you to be able to work creatively and productively and experience pride in yourself and your work. And also increase your general self-esteem. It also leads to better decision-making. And lastly, it can make us better at our jobs, better communicators um, with other people and enhance our self-confidence. So, I mean, what do you have to lose by becoming more self-aware? Honestly, nothing. So how do we become more self-aware? 
First of all, you need to get comfortable with asking yourself why. That one question, simple question, but also a question that can be very difficult for us to answer for ourselves. Why? Ask yourself why. When you have emotions about certain things, when you see something on social media that makes you upset, ask yourself why. You know, stop yourself in that moment and ask, why is this upsetting me? And you may instantly think of a surface level answer to that, like, oh, I just don't like her. You know, so that may be the first thought that you have, but then ask yourself, why? So why don't you like her? And then your next thought may be, um, I don't know. She just, it's just something about her that rubs me the wrong way. Okay. Why? What is it about her that rubs you the wrong way? And why does it? So keep digging and asking yourself why. And even outside of that, you know, When you are um, trying to prepare for something, if you have a job interview coming up or you have something that you have had on your to-do list for six months now and you're thinking like, why haven't I done this? You know, ask yourself the why. Why haven't I done this? Is it because I am afraid of tackling this? Is it because I'm just being lazy? Is it because I am avoiding the negative feelings that I have associated with this task that I need to do. So ask yourself why. That's my first tip when it comes to becoming more self-aware. Be comfortable with asking yourself the why, why, and getting to the root of the issue and the problem. And sometimes when you get down to the bottom of things, it's not even that deep. (laughs) Like, it's not even that deep. So ask yourself why. Now, secondly, another tip to become more self-aware is just to observe. One key thing about being self-aware and self-awareness is the ability and skill of observing things, not just yourself, because ultimately it is about observing different things about yourself and recognizing them to be able to change them later on, but also being able to observe others, being able to observe body language, being able to observe the way people speak about certain issues. Are they comfortable talking about this? Because a lot of times we get so caught up in us and what we have going on that it can be easy to just, you know, like bypass other people's feelings, other people's emotions and things that other people have going on because we are so wrapped up into what we want to do, what we have going on in our lives. And we forget that we are a small part of a much bigger picture. And there are other individuals that also take up the same space that we do. So be able to observe things objectively. Now, third, schedule solitude dates. And what I mean by solitude dates is mark out a section of your calendar. I don't care if it's a Wednesday, um, a Sunday, a Thursday, any day of the week. And if you can do this daily, this would be great. But um, you can start out weekly. Schedule solitude dates with yourself. And a solitude date is just you, right? It's just you. I don't mean you playing music in the background. I don't mean you scrolling aimlessly through social media. I don't mean you, you know, doing something else in that time that you have a date with yourself. This is a date with you. 
So just like if you were going on a date with someone else, you wouldn't want that person to be scrolling through Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat or Facebook while you're sitting across the table from them because you want all of their attention to be on you. That is the same way that you should view your solitude dates. You are having a date with yourself to be able to just be, to be able to just comprehend what you are feeling in these moments. And they don't have to be long. It can be five minutes of, you know, every day or five minutes in a week where you just sit on the side of your bed, you turn the TV off, you cut all the music off, you close your phone and your laptop and your iPad and everything else that you have as a distraction, move it far away from you and you just sit and that is your solitude date. You just sit and think about different things. So schedule solitude dates for yourself. Fourth, I want you to be able to set daily or weekly intentions. It can be something as simple as this week I intend to light a candle and listen to Marvin Gaye for an hour. But by not only setting an intention, but also keeping that intention with yourself, you're building up trust with yourself that you know you'll do what you said you'll do. You know that you will do what you intended to do, that you are able to keep a promise with yourself. So for example, I'm actually going to use that. This week, I am going to intend to light a candle for an hour and play my Marvin Gaye vinyl album for an hour. Now, if I finish finish this week and I don't keep that promise to myself, if I don't keep that intention, I am creating a routine whether I realize it or not, that I can't keep intentions with myself. And if you can't keep your own intentions with yourself, your own promises to yourself, how do you expect to be able to keep those promises with other people? Like it starts with you first. So set daily or weekly intentions. It can be to drink more water. It can be to go for a walk. It can be to watch that movie that you have had on your Netflix list for a year now. It can be something so small, but also pivotal because as you keep these promises to yourself, eventually you're not going to realize it, but eventually you are going to start setting greater intentions towards who you want to be as a person. Now, next um, this one is one that I debated about putting on here, but it's just so important. So I decided to include it anyway, and it is journal. So I debated about putting journaling on here just because I feel like I always say this, like journal, journal it out, write it down. And I kind of feel like I'm beating a dead horse when I keep saying journal, but it It's real. Like you need to be able to journal. You need to be able to get things from your mind and out onto paper. I can't explain, you know, how important it is and just the the feeling that you can feel like less heavy or weightless after you have stopped just wrestling with these thoughts that you have had rolling around your mind for Lord knows how long and you got them out onto paper. So journal, journal your feelings, journal that you were sad today and that's okay. But I did want to say, you know, when I say journal and I say journal the right way. So Moesha has been a a sore spot for a lot of people recently because they added Moesha to Netflix. Now, one of the things about Moesha that we all know is that she journaled a lot. 
And she will always talk about her emotions in her journal and her feelings about things. But this is where Moesha got it wrong. Because although she would journal and she would get all of these things out onto paper, Moesha was definitely not self-aware. <laughs> and if you know, um, if you have watched the episodes, you know what I'm talking about. Moesha was almost intolerable a lot of times. Like she very much so lacked self-awareness. So in journaling, also realize that when you are journaling, you are working on being more self-aware questioning your objectives, questioning your motives, questioning your feelings about things. Moesha would just feel ways about things and about people, but she would never question why she felt those ways. So make sure that you are journaling the right way. Also kind of going, you know, along the same lines as journaling is practicing morning pages. So I ran across this idea of morning pages, uh, a few weeks ago, I maybe back in March when COVID first started, I was reading an article and I was, I have no idea how I found that article, but it was about morning pages. And basically morning pages is you having a notebook, you having some kind of booklet where each morning you wake up and you just have a steady stream of consciousness that you just write down. Like, the first thing that came to your mind when you woke up, you just start writing it down. So instead of picking up the phone and seeing what notifications you have or who DM'd you last night or who tagged you in something, you know, put the phone away. And the first thing you pick up is this journal. It's best to keep it on a nightstand, you know, along with a pen. And you just open it up. And the first, the very first thought you have, you just start writing. So if I rolled over and I said, wow, my back is really hurting today, I would write that. Wow, my back is really hurting today. I think I'm going to get up and make some coffee after this. And maybe I'll go for a walk. Wow, I hated that movie that I watched last night. So that is what your morning pages would consist of. It's just a stream of consciousness. And once you look back at these things, you may be able to see a a commonality amongst different things and you can see where your thoughts lie when you wake up in the morning. So that is something else that you can practice. Also, something that a lot of people recommend is meditation and mindfulness exercises. I can't recommend yoga enough. I love yoga. I love meditation. I usually do my meditation after I have finished up my yoga routine just because, you know, my body is all stretched out and now I have the space to, you know, have clear thoughts and be able to meditate. Also, I did suggest on the Carefree and Black Diaries Instagram page that if you have a hard time with meditation, there are guided meditations on yoga Um, not on yoga, uh, on YouTube that you can use if you are a beginner starting out. There is no shame in that. Also, go for a walk. And this is the last um, tip that I have for building your self-awareness is go for a walk. So the past week, every morning I have woke up at, oh, sometimes seven o'clock, sometimes eight o'clock to go for a walk. And I just go for a walk and I come back home and my mind just feels clearer. I don't listen to music. I don't take my phone with me, which is 
kind of dangerous now that I think about it. But maybe take your phone. But if you take your phone, you know, I would suggest not listening to music because when I'm walking, I'm just like listening to nature. I'm listening to the owls early in the morning and I'm listening to the birds and I'm seeing squirrels, you know, run across the street and stuff. And it has really helped me with my self-awareness. So I do suggest going for a walk. Something as simple as that. So to cap this thing on out, I have an exercise for you. I want you to get a piece of paper and you are going to write down some things to increase your self-awareness. One, I want you to write down what are your values and three things. It can be one one value you have, two values you have, or three values. But I don't suggest going past three values because you might get down to 10 different values that you have, but your top three values, write down what those three top things are to you that you value the most. What are your values? Because this is going to help you be able to sit with yourself and recognize what you value. And sometimes when you do this exercise, you may realize that certain things you thought you value, you really don't care about. So three things, what are your values? Next, also three things, the cap. What matters most to you? Is it food? Is it travel? Is it clothing? Is it family? Is it friends? Um, What is it? Is it exercise? Is it health? Is it lifestyle? Is it interior decor? (laughs) Who knows? Three things that matter most to you. And lastly, what are you most afraid of? So three things. What are you most afraid of in life? Is it failure? Is it dogs? Is it snakes? Is it coyotes? Is it being stranded in the woods? Is it traveling? Is it getting on a plane? Is it jet skiing? But think about three things that you fear the most, that you are most afraid of, and then why. So after you have written out the three things for these three different questions, what are your values? What matters most to you? And what are you most afraid of? Go back to the top and start thinking about why. Remember earlier, I said, ask yourself why. So your first value, why is this valuable to me? Why is this a top value for me? What matters most to you? Why is it this? Why does this matter most to me? What are you most afraid of? Why am I afraid of this? You know, out of all the things in the world, why are these three things the things that I am most afraid of? And this is an exercise that you need to be completely honest with yourself this is not the time for you to sugarcoat how you feel because it's just you right and if you aren't honest with yourself you're just doing yourself a disservice because I really 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 want you all to become more self-aware because I am working on it myself (laughs) I am definitely um not the most self-aware person as we have discussed in this podcast episode but I am working on it and I would love if you all will work on it as well just because you know we are getting into the end of the year and it's one of those times where it's important for us to do some self-reflection and some self-evaluation and recognize different things about ourselves so we can just become better individuals and improve so that is all I have for self-awareness and hopefully You all heard something, you took something um, that you can share with others. You can share this podcast episode with others. And also remember that you can follow the Instagram at Carefree and Black Diaries and also the Twitter at Carefree Black Pod, which is Carefree, B-L-K-P-O-D. And we also have Facebook. 
you can find us on the book as well. So I hope that you all enjoyed this podcast episode. Remember that after this episode, we have two more weeks of podcast episodes before we go on a two week break before season five. Don't forget what do I always tell you guys? Stay black and what? Carefree. And I'll see you guys in the next episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. Bye guys.